listening to Advice Live with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Yes, good evening. Uh, what I want to talk to tonight is on the subject on the movie on uh, movies on everywhere everywhere and the subject is jihad and i get an idea of what that is but jihad is everywhere on earth to varying degrees i want to talk to you about this I just want you let you know in advance what I shall be talking about, that jihad is, a, is an evolution, not evolution, evolution of the way we treat our own children in school and at home. And the problem is the jihadists teach us all the difference is, is the intensity of the cruelty. Never letting go. Until, well, until I assume many of you have thought of suicide, that the pain of life is so bad, it seems like, uh, well, what does it seem like to you when everything is horrible and the way to freedom and, and away from pain is to kill yourself and die for something. A lot of you have the result of jihad from different sources. We will talk, and I will give you a phone number. If you will please interrupt me in my discussion, because I'll go on and on and on, but if somebody calls and says, I get what you mean. I have terrible anxiety. I don't know what to do anymore. Life doesn't mean much anymore. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what to do. I try to fix everything, it gets worse. It's, I don't feel worthy. The only release is kill myself so I don't feel any more pain. That's what it is. Suicide is rising in America, and if I may say so, rightly so. It needs to be understood. You need to understand, and if you don't mind, screw all the people who think they are gods, in a manner of speaking, know what's best for us, especially the media. You've got to stay away from that media. You just watch them. There is not a single intelligent answer to anything. I've been on the air now for more than 55 years. I've helped, please God, thank God, millions of people. I was here when there's only 800 million people here. Now you've got three times as many. And I'm just jogging along, hoping that somebody will understand me. This isn't pleasant, because everybody who's sinned, everybody who's taken on the identity of the dark side of the force, which would be the way they are. How does ISIS, see, how do they get the young people to do exactly what they want, to blow themselves up and think they're in paradise? That is the same thing as suicide. That's the way they treat their children. Much worse than anything you see here. Much worse out in the open. All right. Having said that, may I give you the phone number? I'd like to hear from somebody. When I'm speaking about something like that, something must come to your mind and say, why is this? Why is that? Or well, how can we deal with this or that? I never hear it anymore. When I first started on radio, in 1960, 
That's when I get began. I've been on ever, ever since. Trials and tribulations from the from the media are saying, "Hey, these are really basically Russian people. They don't know that they're communists. They think they're that they they think what they're taught in school and in, and in university. They really think that the thoughts are theirs." Communist thoughts are theirs, and therefore, by since they're bought in America, it's an American idea. That's all it is. It's a hypnotic state. You silly little bastards out there, call yourself media. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, I do hope you got what I said in the, in the beginning of this program. I have to say it in a different way, but I do. Uh, uh, many stations do not take or they do take my program, and that first six minutes is given to, you know, people who pay money for their business. And so I started the program by saying, I'm going to talk about jihad and explain to you that here I go. One thing, listen carefully, and then you can then you can call me 800-866-8883 and argue with me or ask me or whatever you want. Prove it. Why do you say this? What's wrong with you? I want anyone to say anything they want. So far, in all the years, hardly ever see that. No, either nobody's listening, but I know they are because we get checks and people appreciate what I'm saying. There's lots of people the percentage-wise are stupid from the neck up and the, the neck down. Stupefied. And that's what happens to the children in jihad. You have no idea how cruel they can be to their children until they begin to love hate their abusers. Do you understand? Do you understand that children are born and born to be to be jihadi? I'm not I can't remember all the names, I'm too old to remember all this, but I know what that means. I know what it means in a thousand, hundred thousand different ways. And I want to give you the root of it. Paradise lost the transference of loyalty from God to the little voice that spoke to Eve. And Eve still has that. She doesn't know she has it. And man born of woman is born into just being an, a man. But he has intuition. Everybody has intuition, but when you come into culture, I keep saying it over and over again, culture gets into you. And you think what got into you or who did it and lives through you and speaks through you, yes, you, is you. You understand that? It's you. If I, listen, I have been a professional hypnotist and I understand that every person in the media 
except a, a few exceptions, are programmed in the university, thinking that, that I find the words for this, Pavlonian thought is American. That's how they come. So that when they become to be a doctor, psychiatrist, or attorney, they are against everything that's good in America. Yeah, you understand that? All our laws, constitution, they're against it. But they do not, they are in a hypnotic state. And this is a stage of a hypnotic state. If I was going to go overcome a country, if I would do this, I would have something that let, lets the college know from Russia or whatever, I have a, a, a distinguished policy. I'm a distinguished person from wherever that is. The only thing about that is they're not. They are going to talk about psychiatry and psychology and and put it in to the programs for the kids. And they and we are paying money for that in case you didn't know. You're paying money for that for them to how can I say it? So that your child comes out subject to Russian psychiatry, psychology, which is to overtake, to overpower them and turn them into them, them. See, in other words, I would fill a university, and you can see the universities up to 80% are all on the left, and certainly not right. And take your kids out of school before it's too late, and it's probably too late because we've got too many psychiatrists, psychologists, and attorneys and things like that that think they're American, you stupid bastards, if you listen to me. Hey, listen to me, Mr. Attorney. You don't like Trump? You don't like this, the, the, the Constitution? You're against it? You think you're American? No. I tell you, you're not. And have you got the guts? Call me on the air and give me your name and see if you can handle it. Yes, I want your name. We'd have a nice talk. I won't be mean, but ask you a few questions you won't be able to answer. That's all. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. If I had an opportunity, I could stop the jihadi thing. You're having jihadists. I can remember, I wanted to just go back a little bit. The Israel war with Egypt and all the rest of it. Before that, there were boatloads of Jewish people who wanted to come to America and they were turned away. Oh, now, that's nice. At first, that everybody hated Jews and things like that, and even when things turned around and they eventually accepted them, they weren't welcomed in most places. But isn't it amazing how that is when you know that jihadists, and there's most, of them are, most of them are jihadists, most are the ones that want to come here, and ones that want to stay where they are, that's where they belong. I'm an American, I don't want to be anything else. Why do they want to come over here? Because you've got hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands. They're not talking to you about this, but jihadists are there with guns, and you're walking the street without one. And in England, you don't have one. You have a, don't, don't have any right for one, which is really stupid. This country can become armed immediately. Everybody has guns, but so does the bad guys. But there's not so many of them there is of us, and we, that'd, be, that'd be over in a, in a week. 
But the funny part about it, when the left gets in to, in the eight years of Obama, it was horrible, horribly dangerous, because the dark side of him was bringing the country down. Fundamental transformation meant down. I yelled it out, help. It means down. No, it doesn't. It's really, he's such a wonderful guy because he gives us some money. Uh-huh. He gives us some money, and we, uh, we, we are privileged to have that. We deserve all that. You, all your bloody well worth is a, is a, a, <laughs> is a, is a vote. That's all it is. But there's, there's more of them. There is of us, and they're taking away more people. In Obama's time, he was purposely destructing Miss America. He was one of them. But the trouble is, how did you, how did he get to be one of them? Your stupidity. Because you've all gone through a jihadi state. Every person who voted for Obama, because he was fresh, it was time for, for the communists, the left, to take over everything. And what, so, because we were dissatisfied, we were too pleasurable. We loved pleasure too much. And we got 50 million children murdered. And God knows what, all the terrible, and women were put before men. And men have lost their ability to speak up and say what needs to be said. And the women begin to rule, and everything is bloody well upside down. Okay, we'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Oh, here I am again, so I'll stop talking about that. But you are programmed. You're programmed in school, and you pay a lot of money educating your kids in college, but they come out worse than they went in. Yeah, they've got lots of intellectual noises in their heads, but those, those intellectual noises are no match for me. No match for me. I'll tell you a little story. When I started, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you some stories, because on Sunday morning, Roughly about 9 o'clock in the morning, we're going to have Facebook program. And I'm going to be interviewed about, about a movie that's going to be made about me. And there's a certain gentleman I've known for 50 years is going to give me some questions, and I'll be answering them, and it'll be about two hours. If you want to listen, that's what you're going to be seeing. And I don't want to be... I don't want to be a braggart, but he wants me to, to how I come through all the things I came through without a scratch, okay? Let me see. I see a caller. How can I get the light back after meditating? I'll just take that one because I have asked for questions, and here it is. And I'll come back. If I don't have any questions, I will continue on with my thought. And remind me, uh, producer, would you remind me of the the thought? Oh, dear. It's gone. Anyway, it may come back to me. I want, <laughs> I want to be able to say what I was about to say in the, the conversation that comes in on um, next uh, Sunday morning. All right, um, um, Michelle in Boise, Idaho. Hello, it's how to get the light back after meditating. Go ahead. Yes, my question is actually a little different. I actually had the light for a few days. It went away. That was six years ago, and I just wondered if you could give me any idea of when do you think that might be back? Uh, did it help you many years ago? Yes, it did. I had such joy in my heart when I experienced that brightness. It was wonderful. Well, it actually, it's so wonderful. All you have to do 
Yeah, I'm assuming you're getting upset with yourself. I'm Correct? sorry, can you repeat that? Yes, I, I'm, I'm sure you are getting upset with yourself for what you lost. Yes, I am. Uh, that is, that is, makes it worse. You're okay. entitled, you are entitled to mistakes. And if you make, if you see those mistakes in time, if you love God, you are, you are naturally, effortlessly aware of something wrong, something you're about to do, something you're thinking, somebody beginning to be irritable. In those moments, if you recognize it and just recognize it, the problem that you would otherwise have disappears completely. Now, I'll give you a story. May I give you a little story? Yes, yes. I, I think I mentioned it the day before yesterday. And I remember this, and it's a story that I was playing with my son, my not my son, my cousin, Arnold. Not a very nice name, but name is Arnold. And my name was Reuben, but, but the, the, the lady that worked and worked in that house called me Roy, and she loved me, so I, I, I get, held on to that Roy. But that's not the thing I want to talk to you about. I just want to give you a little date, a little, a, a little something ahead of time. And so I was playing with him, and he said something to me very cruel. And it was so cruel that at eight years old, I felt like it was a big knot, a stone in my heart, okay? And I said to myself, listen, I don't know if the words are correct, but get the best you can from this, because words can't describe everything perfectly. I'll do my best. So my thoughts were, and now there's another word. No, let me use another word. I was aware that, that it happened, and I was puzzled. How does that happen? How does it become a stone inside me? And I'd, I got no answer. And when I got no answer, I let it go. That's exactly what you should do. But the tendency is, that moment is the cure of your problem. That very moment. And the meditation exercise does only this. The seven-minute meditation exercise I released several years ago, all it does is get you to that state where you see a thought that shouldn't be there or the, 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 what I just described a few minutes ago. Uh, my, I felt my, my, a stone was stuck in my, in my solar plexus and I said, how is that? I got no answer. But that is the correct one. You see the problem. You don't scream. You don't get upset. You see it. And you're happy to see it, but the average person is not, not happy. The average person is not happy to see it because the dark side of the force owns him. Owns it sufficiently that he gets upset when he sees it's what's happening. And, and, and in, in your condition, if you understand what I just said, if anybody starts to come up to you and does something wrong with you, and you, you, you begin to start to... You begin as a sort of a, a pseudo-beginning, which doesn't really ca carry. All of a sudden, your awareness is there. All of a sudden, you're realizing this person does not know what he does. Forgive him, Father, for he knows not what he does. But those are all words around an attitude. An attitude of, well, I don't understand it now, but one day I will understand it. So 30 years later, I remember that. I said, That's, now I'm telling you what it is, what I couldn't tell you when I was eight years old. I went through it, and it was just good, and everything, everything ever happened to me, I did the same thing. I just watch. Oh, there it is again. I see the temptation. It goes away. I don't have to make it go away. It just goes away. That's what God does. You don't have to ask him. You just, don't, you just watch that, and, and just watching it makes it go away. It makes it go away. You got it you got it now? Now you can go back yeah. and do, now you go back and you'll be fine. 
God Thank bless you. Thank you, Roy. Yeah, you're very welcome. God bless you. All right, the number is 800-866. There seems to be um, people calling. And, and we're going to go, Caroline, it's nice to have people calling. I really like it. Well, I tend to take up all the time, blah, 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 blah. And I was talking about jihadi. I'll get back to that if nobody calls. I, I like the callers better, but you may want to have a, you may want to have a, 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 a discussion over uh, ISIS and jihadi, and we'll do that tomorrow. I'll start on it, and I may start on it tonight and finish it tomorrow. All right, now we are. Caroline in, in South Carolina, is that right or wrong? Yes, it is. How are you? Can you speak a little closer? That's fine. Um, okay, go, go ahead. Hello, Roy. Hello, Obin. What can I do for you? First of all, thank you for being there. Uh, I thank myself. I thank God for being here. I almost said to myself that it would be terrible, wouldn't it? I think, thank God I'm still here. And I'm almost 19. I hope I live to 100, so I help more of you. Thank God for blessing you. Uh, you know you know what I like? I wish I had the opportunity for the for the president to put me in a position where I can reach everybody in the country and you watch all the the weird ones there's so many of them collapse and disappear. And at the same time I could extend that to to all the the people in the world, all the people that are looking at America as a, a nice, juicy ice cream. I actually sent President Trump a letter, and I sent you a copy of it, just asking I you got I got that one. That's the only one yeah. I ever got, but I got that one. Thank you. You're a, ner- you're a nurse, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's who, that's I, who you are. I get it. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Um, the reason I called is I've had a strange experience today. Okay. All day. It's 9 o'clock in the evening here. Um, I've, I sense an entity, and it comes and goes. And at first I thought it was good, but now I'm thinking it's evil, and I'm scaring it because of watching it. Exactly. And now, here is what you must understand. Let me give you a clue. When you're on your way, in a paradisical sense, if you know what I mean, the fact that you are a seeker of truth has a, a, a beauty to it. It has something that you can't see. But maybe I can get you to see. And so, um, just say that, Again, what you said again, and I'll just play with the words. The, the entity, at first I thought it was good. I've seen it from time to time, but now I think it's evil, and I think it's All right, here we go. Uncomfortable, yeah. Right, right. Now, listen carefully. As you become aware of yourself, meaning what's wrong with you, in any way, shape, or form, just pick anything you want, as long as you're on the journey... You become have an awareness that you never had before. That awareness has power. Just being aware. What takes away the awareness? What takes away the awareness is getting upset, and being upset means, in its true sense, upset means turn the other way, meaning you give your loyalty to what upsets you. But now. I will hold the line a minute because I have to wait for the music to go away. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at This is a time where yes. we take. Are you still there? Yes, sir. Okay, listen, Kip. I told the story 
in the beginning of this program or yesterday and today that when I was playing with my cousin when I was eight years old, he spoke to me in a way that made me, made me feel like I had a, a rock in my solar plexus. And I thought to myself immediately, I lived, I lived a good life. I had good parents. And so being, having not been demoralized, as most people are when they come into the world, I'm looking back on it, so I'm saying it that way, because I can see it back and see how many people are corrupted. They come into the world, and the world comes into them. And they come into the culture, and the culture comes into them. And the mother comes into them, and the father comes into them. And then pretty soon you're a mixture of people. You don't know who the hell you are. However, that wasn't me at eight. And the, the, as that happened, it immediately came to my mind, it's called awareness. I wonder how that happens. I wonder how it made it, it feel like a big, a big rock in my chest. Well, I didn't know, so I let it go. And I've been doing that ever since. And I didn't know I was different. And that was the difference of difference. Do you understand this? So I can take it a little bit further. When you become aware of it, there's the dark side of you that infected you that when you came into the world or the culture and the culture came into you, you were no longer yourself, but, but nevertheless you have intuition. And that intuition is always at work in those that love the Lord. And you're one of them. I know that you're one of them, and you're doing your best as a nurse to do the best and kindest thing you can do, but the, the magic happens, and this is what you need to understand also, that the moment you start to experience something like that, which you just explained, you, you just be aware without any answer. There must not be an answer. You will get by that. What will cause you to get disturbed and make a mistake is thinking that the anxiety and the guilt that you feel, the dark side, it is losing its power. But it, but as, it, as you feel it, it's feeling like you are losing your power. No. What is... What is going on inside you is a dark side of the force that's traveled through the generations and made a home in you and has been living through you all these years and you've been compensating by being good as, as good as good as you could be as a nurse. But there's something good in you can hear my voice. Trust me when I say, all you need to do is nothing. And as I talk to you, I'm speaking to you as if I'm saying. I don't know how to say it anymore except to say it as I seen it. Hold ground, hold the ground. And you will frighten that thing inside you. It will become aware that you're aware of it. And it's, it's feeling guilty, it's disturbed, but it isn't you. Don't buy that. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and Caroline, did you catch on what I said? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you relieved? Are you being relieved to know that, that, that whatever that crazy thing inside you is, is guilty and whatever it is there, you know it's not you? It's not it's you. It's all beginning to make sense. That's it's it. all clearer now. There you go. That's all you needed. Now, that was a gift to me. Now, I'm an, a, I'm an older man. I can share my gift to you. This is not me. This is who made me me. And now you're discovering what dismantled you. 
You had a bad life. My journey has been so long, and I have been so blind and stubborn. Yes. You're st because you're trying to fix it for yourself. Absolutely. I know you. I know you want to be a better person, but you can't make yourself a better person. You can't. You don't know what good is. The knowledge of good and the knowledge of evil are both as dangerous as each other. You try to make yourself good, and everybody will like you. But that's not a true good. There's no good in this world. It's got to come from the other world. And and the only way you can do it is not know and want to know. Oh, oh I'll, I'll find out one day. I found out everything I've ever known that way. And it always played out right for me. Always. Always. Never fails me. Just this awareness is a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a realm in itself. You are in a realm that nobody can see, and you don't know what you have. It's there. In other words, he will do what you cannot do. You cannot save yourself. Nobody can save yourself. Understand, but there is no, there's no such thing as that nobody that is everything called God. He is there. In that, in that awareness. And you're not ready, if you're not perfectly ready to really understand the way I understand because I've been doing it for God knows how long. But I have, he's given me the ability, ability to look back to my own life and tell you exactly what I said. That's all you really need. And the seven-minute meditation brings you to that state. That's all it does. And forever... Every time you meet a situation, every time somebody tries to upset you, all of a sudden you become aware. You're going to aware of it. And you may start a little, little, react, little tiny reaction, and you watch it, and you watch it. And the person that's standing there do, meaning, mean to you, wanting to hit you or something, you, you won't realize. I, I, want you to, I want you to realize that I experienced that one time. I felt little... A little something, and I said, "No, that's not right." It's just all in one sh one sh moment, and I felt like I was doing something wrong, but I wasn't. I was just not doing anything, and something took something came in and caused that person to back off, and it, it was the equivalent of of what I had in my youth. The person, a person who had uh, um, been hurt and had a pain, in, uh, 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 what I call it, a, a stone in me. The words turned into a stone into my solar plexus. That's what I'm trying to say. And it went away. Um, but what I did, what I did, I continued doing that. I was... I don't know, understand why I was continuing to do it, but as I continued to it, I understood more about myself. Then I had an exorcism. It was there. It came with it came with being born. Is everybody in this world, everybody who's born is born into culture, but at the same time you also have an intuitive sight self. You have an intuitive self that is magic. And if you can be aware, if you can understand that is an intuitive self that can help you, and you don't know why it is, you don't have to know why. Just become aware in that moment and not know what it is, and it's okay not to know what it is, but God knows what it is, and that's how you let him help you. That's how, it's, that's how it happens. Got it? When you were telling that story, I was feeling a heaviness in my forehead. Yes. And I, again, watched that thing that was watching me, and it's fading. That's it? it because you, it knows it's been found out. The next step, uh, the next step might be an exorcism like I had. Well, just very briefly, 
about a month ago, I tried to call you a couple of times. Mm-hmm. In the morning, I had anxiety. Every time I thought of something, I was anxious. I thought of money or time or forgetting or whatever. Wrote mm-hmm. just swarms and swarms of anxiety. And then my fingers started to get numb and my whole body got numb. And then I had this, I was looking at this big black well. And it was that horrible blackness you mentioned. And for some reason, I had pictured a face of Jesus, and it went away. It was was pretty scary. But listen carefully. On your journey, you are waking up. And, and the question is, three letters, why? When I was a kid, come back again. I didn't know what caused that, but I, for some reason, for some reason, because I escaped trials and tribulations and cruelty, my house wasn't that way. It was, it was beautiful, simple, and therefore I had intuition. It, in other words, most of you lose your intuition or lose sight of it. You still have it, but you lose it in anger, emotion, struggle all the rest of the things you just mentioned. However, I want to bring you back to now. And now is forever. There's no, t- there's, no, there's no future, there's no past. There's only now. You understand that? Yes, sir, I that's do. The, that's the moment of, uh, what I said, that's that moment where you, you don't know what it is. That's the moment you stop. And look at it and say, as if to say, why is this? Why do I have a headache? Why do I have this pain in my head? All you have to do is just not do anything. And if it's emotionally based, now it could be something else, and put that aside, which is rare. But if you could just understand of yourself, you can do nothing, the Father within you. He doth the work. Is that correct? Haven't I said it? Haven't I said it the same way? And I bring bring it to light of myself. And Jesus said it. Of myself, I can do nothing. The Father within me. There it is, right there, right there. Of myself, I can do nothing. Now he wasn't. He wasn't like us. He was pure. But it's still true that he existed because his father caused him to exist. And he is not God. Do not think that Jesus was God. There's plenty of information in the Bible where he says otherwise over and over again. But the, the preachers, they, you're trusting the preachers are not reading what you're seeing. And when you're seeing, you don't see it. Because you've trusted the... You actually... That you become one of the, um, oh the, the paradox. I can't find the, the the person, the bad guys. I I wish I could find the words that I because I'm getting old right now. It's not easy to, to express myself, but I do the best I can. And so, please, just remember. Become aware. You know, aware that you don't know. And that is humility. I don't know. As you know, that understanding was words, and now it's becoming real. That's right. That's all. Now you've got one scary thing inside you. is, And, and so that's what you're feeling. You're not feeling fear. It is feeling fear. And that is when you understand that, that's even more scary to it. Anyone wants to come out, it can't live there. And you may have an, when you have an exorcism, it will be a bit creepy, but don't get upset. I can remember I was laying on the ground, on the in one of my in in the caravan I was carrying. We we're going around the country, and I was lying on the on the floor because there was no room in the in the in the caravan. I can't remember what what you call it. And uh, 
All of a sudden, while I was, as I was ready to go to sleep, I turned over on the floor. I was sleeping on the floor. There was no room because the kids had the beds. And all of a sudden, everything went black. I have never seen black like that. Black does not exist. When I close my eyes, there's no black. I see light flying, moving through my forehead. I can see it. Uh, but we know what black is, but you never know what how black black can be. And in that black, I sensed a thing, something that caused me to, my fingers to become gnarly and like, like claws. I could feel my ears pick up and my mouth turn and take shape of ugliness. And then I said, oh, God. That's all I said. Oh, God. Gone. Forever. And guess where I got it from? I won't tell you. It was from being married. Every woman has have that in them. And men, and men need to be very careful because Eve has... Every, every woman who is Eve, she's an Eve. And the nature of Eve is in her and looking for the love from her husband. But the trouble is the man that's born of her, every child born, every male child that's born is overcome by the mother or the world around it or an angry father or a lousy school and, and being innocent and being yelled at and screamed at and mocked because you're, you're different from all the other people. Rotten little kids. Not that they are rotten, they've all been demoralized. See? And so, this is a, a gentle journey. Be okay. All I said was, oh my God. Immediately everything disappeared. I'll never forget the blackness that was there. And something waiting for me down there. Now, the, it wasn't scary. It was a, a beautiful experience. You may have that. Don't be afraid. It's it's going to be taken away from you. It might happen, and it may not. Are you okay now? Yes, I am. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. A psychiatrist can't tell you this, can they? Uh, you you may not know, ladies and gentlemen, but every one of you has what she has. But you're not yet tuned in the way she has been. Uh, and you're not tuned in the way I was when I was eight years old. I can remember another thing. I, I was at my Arnold's house, and the, the room, the dining room, was out. Uh, out so you could see the street both ways. So you could actually, it it, 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 it was out, built out, so you can see both ways. And in England, in those days, you had, you had what you call smog, or whatever it is. It's all from the, from the travel. And you could stand in front of your house, and you can't find your way back. I forget what they call it. It's such a long time. Anyway, um, anyway, anyway, I forgot about what I was going to say. Anyway, oh yes, and so I, I was looking out the window. About seven years old, six years old, and a man came out of the fog into the light, and then goes into the fog again and disappears and what happened to me was a feeling of committing suicide at five years old I realized that where did that come from oh I didn't know went away and there's so many situations like that about me and I'll do it again in case you haven't heard it but it's the same thing I'm 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 going downstairs, 
to my bicycle to go to work, which is 10 miles away. And I locked the door, make sure it was secure. I went downstairs, got on my bicycle, and something said, but you really didn't lock the door. Oh, I thought that was me. It's not. But anyway, common sense says, I'll go up and do it. I did. It was okay. Halfway there. I got on the bicycle again. Something said, Oh, but you really didn't lock the door. I said, Screw you. I can, uh, I, was that of that effect? Screw you. I did it. Had I turned around and went back, my whole life would be different today. The number is 8996. If you want to get a call, I mean, get a copy, I should say. I'm not perfect doing my program. I'm a little bit stupid. But it's there. It's there. I do my best, even my old age. I have, you actually see me struggling sometimes. And struggling has a value. But not struggling in a sense, but admitting, oh, I forgot this, I forgot that. And I'm not, I'm not embarrassed about it. It's just maybe a little bit awkward with you. But I've lost a lot of ability to speak, a lot of it. But I've got enough. And I'm just enjoying myself and helping that lady. All the words in the world couldn't say that to her. All the words in the world couldn't. All the psychiatrists and psychologists, they couldn't do that, what I just did. Because it was real. That's it. So you... Let me just finish the program. I'm going to read something. I'm going to read it, and I don't like reading, but it's one of my books, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. But I opened it up just a little while ago, and to give me a, a little break here, I want you to listen to one of the books that was written when I was about 30, a long time ago. And I opened the book in any place, and here it is, is what I say. You cannot have control over yourself until you act upon what you're given to realize through your yearning for truth realization. That's the point. You realize of yourself you could do nothing. But I didn't have anybody to tell me that, but something told me. It didn't have words. It didn't give me an answer. But not having an answer was okay. Where it wouldn't be okay for anybody else, because I had intuition, and intuition made me stop. See, that's all. So, you cannot have control over yourself until you act upon what you, if you, if until you act upon what is given to realize through your yearning, longing for truth, in other words. You must first yearn to know what is right, because you don't know what it is. Only God knows what that is. You do not know what's right and fair and honest for any moment. You do not know the answer to any moment till it, it happens. And when it happens, there's this awareness. But it kicks in differently. It, it doesn't seem like this time. It doesn't seem at that moment there is time. Time stands still. Not just, not for my body. I am aware of my body and the movements which take time. Of course, if you if I move my hand and I, I say something, any flinching at all, it, it you can only see it in time. But what I'm talking about is that when you stop, and you watch, and you don't know, and you and you're a searching person. That's all. You're just a searching person but it doesn't come to you the way you think it comes to you. It comes to you exactly what I said. And after a while, those moments where you don't know what to do, it's groovy. That's all I can tell you. Groovy means um, if it's a fight, the guy's on the ground, and he's twice my size, 
I pick him up and take him up a cup of coffee. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. But you, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't mess with me. You thought I, you thought I was Joe. You, you, you if you, you, you know Joe Lewis is, I think that was the name I used because I'm not very good at that sort of thing. I said if he was Joe Lewis, you wouldn't come up to him and do this to me, and you don't know what's in me. So he waited for me. This is one of the stories. And I went down, and it happened twice. Once when I was at work, when I was. At when I was only 15, everybody put bets on me, or se several people put bets on me. And the guy was taken to hospital. I'm only 15. And the, the other guy's a strong guy. Uh, but see, I don't have to make a decision. And many times when I'm threatened, I don't have to do anything at all. They were just somehow decided they don't want to mess with me anymore. I'm just watching this. In my timeless world, I can see in a timeless way. I can see that this time, my body is in time, and I can watch it. The thought is in time. I can watch that, and it, is, and it disappears. It, it, it loses its power over me. And, and, but but because, because that, that, those words come to you have to, to do with your conditioning. And uh, essential to your behavior that isn't your behavior, but somebody else's behavior, your parents, the teacher. And never forget it, and the words come around. And, or, but if you wake up and realize you're getting upset with it and getting angry with it, you've got to do something about it, but there's nothing you can do. You have no power. You have no godly power until there. When you realize of myself, I can do nothing. The Father within me, he doth it. Do you get that? It's subtle, and you cannot do it unless you have a love for the Creator, a longing. All you want is a longing, and you've got it. And it doesn't seem, seem like a longing, but it's there. And when you, it, it's all you have to do. There's nothing more to do. I didn't plan the program today. It fell into place. And the lady that called is a, is a nurse, and she is, couldn't solve her own problems. Now let me say this. Every one of you that listens to me there, right there, if you understand that moment, if the truth is, is welcome to you, and if you don't resent me for it, if you resent me for it, you get worse. But if you stop for a minute, timeless right there, and time picks up, and you, uh, just after it's gone, everything comes normal again, and you're walking in time, but... Um, and I'm walking in time, I'm aware of everything. I'm aware of people's looks. I can see people thinking. I, and, and every single moment, I know what to do and not to do. And when people say, you, you're doing the wrong thing, blah, 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 I don't listen, or I do. I see that it doesn't mean to say I don't listen to people, but if, they make it, if they're sensible, I can see it, too. Oh, that's, thank you. Anyway, it's nice to have you here. I'm sorry for my blabbering and my inability to express myself the way I All right. Here I am again. May I suggest that you um, turn on Facebook at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. I have a gentleman who I've known for 50 years. He's one of our board, board members, and he's going to talk to me, and we're going to have a chat about my life and the things I do because we're going to do a movie, and we'd appreciate money if you would send it. They're going to make this movie, and it's going to be a movie about meaning. You've seen movies that had meaning, but this, this one will be as meaning as it's possible to be meaning. All right, thank you for supporting my program. Post Office Box 1000, Browns Pass, Oregon, 9752. God bless you, my fellow Americans.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.